Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year. Yet, far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Let's go! You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up On Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, welcome into the show, everyone. This is hour two. We got Cowboys talk. We got some more Commander talk. And in a moment, we have a legendary moment taking place. But first, brought to you by, well, one of our favorite cities. That's Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at Visit Las Vegas. Com. All right, fellas, let's jump into this week's legendary moment. Up on Game presents Conversations with a Legend. And now, this is your legendary moment. 
with everything that you do and how you do it, when it's all said and done, right? the last words for Brandon Marshall, yeah. what do you want those to be? Wow. He was a part of changing the way we think, more so mental health mindset. That's everything from People content. thought you were crazy. That's right. Yeah. All them years ago when yeah. you were telling people, like, my mental health, people yeah. were like, Brandon's crazy. That's right. He That's done right. lost his mind. Yeah. Meanwhile... Yeah. You're more brilliant than yeah. all these people that are sitting there yeah. saying that you're crazy. Yeah. And I think there, there, there was some validity behind the, behind some of those discussions. Not the crazy part, but like, did I need help? Absolutely. And, and we, it's just the way do. we, it's how we have those conversations, yes. Yes. you know, and, and, and how we talk about the athlete. But, you know, yes, I absolutely needed to sit down and reframe how I think. Right. And so I wouldn't be a part of that conversation. I, when, when people talk about me, I can't say oh, this is the sentence, that's the sentence, or these are the words. I just want people to be like, man, like when you think about what happened in the, what he did in the mental health spaces with Lance Armstrong, Liv Strong did in the cancer community. 36 million Americans personally affected by cancer. There's 100 million Americans living with something when it comes to mental health. Indeed. And I want to lead that conversation. So dope. So, I mean, I was, I mean, we were around, like we talked about our era. Now, Brandon's a little younger than us, but we were around. And, and, and the idea of, like, I just remember the conversations that were surrounding when the stuff was surfacing. He's right. And you were right about what you said, TJ, in terms of that's what we would get if we said anything about any, like you're not mentally tough or you're not focused in, or there was always some type of negative something connected to if you didn't feel right if if something wasn't you know clicking the right way and yes we all sometimes need help we all need assistance and we all need to have the ability and the confidence as we mentioned earlier on in the show and make sure you guys go check out the the podcast we we uh definitely discussed uh mental health and and the situation that took place with uh the young lady meyer uh from from uh stanford guys like his legacy that he wants to be remembered by is his impact and and what he brought to the table for mental health and mental health awareness and and the obviously the the taking care of it the the taking it away from being something that's bad and being addressable. You know, how you guys feel about that? Hey, if we're being honest, some of these old school coaches, they still think you're crazy if you say something about mental health. Indeed. And they'll or deny you're that. Soft. But You're soft. Yeah, well, you 100% being soft. It, it's an issue, and it's a problem. Just because you are a professional athlete, you have the same problems as everyone else. The crazy thing is this This is how me and, and B. Marsh actually met crazy. We're in Miami at the Super Bowl when the Colts played the Bears. We in the club, it was a little dust-up. And uh, we actually met during the dust-up. I'll leave it at that. And it was just – and Brandon was – was at the forefront of this. And it was – and this was so long ago that when he was saying – Listen, like my mental health, like I, I got to work on me. But because he was such a good player, they had to help him. Had it been someone else or maybe it was someone else before Brandon that. He's out of the league. Of, you're out of the league because it's what you said. You're looked upon as being soft or you, you're just not mentally strong enough to go through this. And so you're damaged. 
he was for sure, at least what I can remember, a pioneer in this. Him in football, the basketball player that went to Iowa State for basketball, I can't think of his name. Is it Royce White? I don't he, know. He, he, he was saying yep. that a long time ago as well. That the, And it, it was taboo. And the NBA, the NBA thought he was crazy. He's been and playing overseas for the last 10 or 15 right, years. He hadn't he proven never. himself. And so, oh, we're going to get him out the NBA. But Brandon had proven himself. And so, I'm just glad that he was willing to put himself out there, Brandon Marshall. And the awareness is where it is now. Hey, for me, you know, just, uh, just knowing the culture and understanding the culture of, of professional sports and, you know, college and how we came up and how we were raised, uh, you know, I, th- I think pride gets in the way. I really do. Pride gets in the way of a grown man, and we find it embarrassing to actually to confide in another grown man to tell him that we are dealing with a mental health issue or whatever the case may be. I don't think that, I don't think, I don't believe that, you know, they don't want help or these people don't want help. But I think the pride and, and, and it gets in the way of you being able to get help and to solve whatever issue that you're going through. And, you know, B. Marsh went through so, a, a few things, you know, when he was young and coming up and, and, and all those issues that he dealt with. And he actually had the courage to step forward and say, hey, I need the help. And just like LeVar said in the interview, everybody thought he was crazy. Like, how can you be suffering from mental health? Like, you're a professional football player. You know, you're, you're seen as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a superhero to some of your fans and some of these people walking around in the street on a day-to-day basis. Huh? Mental health? What's that? But people forget that, you know, we're human beings also. I, I just I think that this this conversation will continue to grow. I'm happy that we you know we're a part of of addressing it and a part of um, having dialogue about it because it's been long overdue. I think it's a travesty that you actually can re- really still say that there are people out there that are teaching, coaching, and guiding our 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 kids and and. And they're still looking at this as, like you said, TJ, like you're, that's a problem. There, there's something wrong with you or we got to, you know, we got to go in a different direction from you because, you know, there's something wrong. And then the most unfortunate part about this whole situation is that something like this, this tragedy has to happen to people to for people to begin to start taking this very seriously. And a younger woman, you know, didn't show any signs of it, took her own life. And, and this is what it, it takes for people to understand and realize what Brandon Marshall and Simone Biles and all these people are going through. Somebody had to take their own life and now is at the forefront. So now, now the next step is to we, we need to start implementing programs in colleges and high schools and in professional sports for these people to be able to reach out to. And the, the main problem is, like, it's scary because there's no, there, there's no signs and people don't want to talk about it. That's the issue, I think, that we're it's dealing with. It's the stigma. With. It's the yes. stigma. Let me, let me put this one out there for y'all because it's, it's interesting that you say what you're saying. And I've always said, I said, why, why shouldn't mental health 
become synonymous with physical health. Because if you think about it, the moment uh, an athlete gets injured, what happens? The doctors come running out. The trainers come running out. Everybody's assessing, addressing. Everybody who's spectating, they're addressing and assessing. Everybody's looking at it because it's, it's tangible. Everybody can look at physical health and say, yep, that's a broken arm. That, yep, that, they, they broke their ankle there. That could be a torn ACL. We do it all the time. We speculate all the time when we see an injury take place. But what we don't look at is when they're, walk, or when they're walking off or when they're getting carted off and all those different things, we're not addressing the mental health of them. We're not looking at the mental, emotional health of those guys. When they go and they do their, their rehab, you know what their rehab consists of? Physical you, uh, activities. And you know what they're thinking? Oh, will I ever play again? Or will I ever be the same? Th- those things are mental. All and the confidence is built through you doing your exercises and getting that body part strong or getting that body part whole again. We don't assess the value of where they are mentally. We don't, you know we don't do is? exercises and address where they're at and the stability of what they are emotionally and mentally. You, you know, and, and LeVar, me, me and you are out here with the kids, and I do this with my kids, and, and this is how I break it down to them. And I say, hey, the game, mental to physical, give me a percent. And they'll say, oh, it's at least 80-20, maybe 90-10. And then I follow up and say, so why do you always call me saying, let's get on the field? Mm. If it's really 90% mental and 10% physical, I said, every time you call me, it's, hey, coach, can we work out? Hey, coach, can we work out? I said, so when are you going to start putting in 90% of the time mentally to get ready instead of 90% of the time physically to get ready? I said, point. you have to make that make sense. If the game is so mental – why is all our time physically preparing instead of mentally preparing? If everybody says, oh, man, this game is so mental, all we do is prepare our physical. We don't prepare our mental. Let's just be honest. And so I try to do that with these kids now, and every time they go, oh, coach, here you go. That's what they oh, coach, here you go. Yeah. But that's all we've ever heard. Oh, it's 80% mental. Oh, it's 90% mental then why is all my time spent preparing on the physical part of the game then? I mean, why is it that there's an on-staff, like on-site on staff of at least, you know, one head trainer and assistant trainer, a whole bunch of uh, interns that help that, that trainer? Oh, it's at least 15 of them. Right? Why is there not the same amount invested in the mental health When of we these, played, these it was athletes? zero. Now it's one. I'm a, probably one. And and you got to go like, I mean, you got to go. It's outsourced, right? You don't have like your oh, physical therapist people are in house for these 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 sports teams. They're on payroll. But when it comes down to having a facility that's state of the art with cold bath and hot baths and 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 tens units and 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 you know machines for all these injuries and all this stuff you'll spend all these thousands and hundreds and millions of dollars on that but there is no space for a mental health there is no state of the art there is no going here and 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 this is what you need for your mental health and let's have four professionals here it's something that really at some point really is going to need to be addressed because to me why shouldn't mental health 
be synonymous with physical health? Why shouldn't mental therapy be synonymous with physical therapy? It's just something that needs to be discussed, everyone. And I think that that's something that uh, we all champion and support. And if we got to push it, then we'll push it. There you go. And we're pushing it right now. And if there's anyone out there that is in need of help that are feeling dark thoughts or not feeling quite on balance or, or feeling as though you can't talk to, you know, somebody that's close to you, whether it be your parents, whether you are the parent, whatever it is that you're going through. You can get help. Make sure you hit the National Suicide Prevention Hotline up, 800-273-8255, if you're feeling any of these feelings and just need someone to talk to, all right? That was Brandon Marshall for our legendary moment. We have continued the conversation that that has uh, come about from the the, the tragic end of uh, Katie Meyer's life at, at Stanford Um We'll come back. We have more to get to. We'll we'll get to the Washington uh, Commanders. They they're being aggressive. We'll have a conversation on that. Dallas. They're about to make a move. Seemingly, I want to know how TJ and Plex feels about that. This is up on game. Uh, it's Fox Sports Radio, and uh, yeah, I'm Lavar Arrington. By the way, I, you know, I just I just support the two guys that y'all listen to. Uh, we'll be right back right after these <laughs> these messages. Welcome back into the show. This is up on game. With Plexico Burrs, TJ Hushmanzada, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Uh, this has been a deep one today, fellas. I mean, just had to just, you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to remind people why things matter, you know, and. Well, we have the platform to be able to do so. So, shouts out to Fox Sports Radio for giving us this this voice and giving us the opportunity, Scott and Don. You know, we appreciate all of this, man. And, uh yeah, it's been good. So let's keep it moving. Um, reports. And I love. I, I, I love that that I'm going to get to say this to you guys because I'm I'm interested to hear where you guys go with this. Uh, the Commanders. They've made some strong offers, uh, or a strong offer, I should say. Um, who you think it is that they've made this strong offer for, and it's at the quarterback's position. Any takers? Any takers? Oh, that, that's easy. Uh, let's say one Russell Wilson. <laughs> let's say and, one Russell Wilson. And, and, and you would be correct in that. That guess you win absolutely nothing but the opportunity to tell us why it is that you think it was Russell Wilson. Listen, it's no secret that Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. It, it's just is it beneficial to him? Is it beneficial to the team that he's trying to get to? It's it's one of those things where if he leaves Seattle to go to Washington, is he in a better situation? Is he with a better team? I, I, he's not going to make a lateral jump. So, you know, Russell Wilson keeps saying, oh, I want to stay in Seattle. And, oh, I, want, I prefer to be on the West Coast. And Seattle's saying, we don't want to trade him. They're willing to trade him if the price is right. And Russell Wilson is willing to go if it's not a lateral move, but I'm actually going to a better team. And so I don't know what's going to come of this. You got to salute Washington. They are not leaving any stone unturned. They're trying to find their quarterback because they feel they're a quarterback away from being an elite team. I don't this, see Russell Wilson going to Washington, but you got you have to get him props for at least trying. 
Go ahead, Plex. That's uh, uh, your uh, uh, team. It ain't my team. I grew up in Virginia. Team, it's not my team. I've listen. Tell us about your childhood I, I, team, Plex. Come on. Tell my us. childhood team, because listen, I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. We've already had this conversation on numerous Mark occasions. Mark was your hero. Mark Monk was my hero. Doug Williams and was the your only QB. games that we got on Sundays were the was Washington. Gary Clark. And was you know, we had three channels. We didn't have cable. We had channel three, channel ten, and channel thirteen. And you got, so one you of got those Washington. channels on Sunday was was Washington. Your favorite team Listen. growing up. Come on, tell me. <laughs> Washington acquiring Russell Wilson, man. This is not, and this is not a situation where this is going to make them a championship contending football team. To like, just like TJ said, I don't think this decision for him going to Washington is going to change anything as far as where they where they are in the NFC East, and it is. The uh, Seattle Seahawks are not going to get a better quarterback out there on the market. I don't think better than Russell Wilson, who's going to come in there and both make these two organizations, you know, have them make playoff runs. With with that being said, the Seattle Seahawks are arguably the worst team in that division based off of what we saw last year. So is he going to a better football team in Washington? I don't believe so. Maybe defensively, but far as offensive with him playing with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you make that transfer, you go to Washington, you're playing with McLaurin and a few other guys at the skill position. At the skill position, but from a you know from making that move to have a chance to compete for a championship, because the longer you play in this league, you see that window begin to shorten. It, but he's already won a championship. But you you want to go into a season having that expectation and that and that new excitement to be able to go out and compete and to win a championship. And right now in the NFC West, they're probably dead last. And if he comes to the NFC East, nothing's going to change as far as the ranking is is involved. So I don't think it benefits him at all to to go to Washington. Ian Rappaport reported that Washington offered multiple first-round picks to get him. My, my question to you guys, my next question would be, would he be able to – because I think there's only one thing left to check off on his list as a, as a player. As y'all mentioned, he did win a national uh, – well, he did win a, a, a championship, a Super Bowl championship uh, – he has been in two. He's 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 played at a high level, but has never been seriously considered to win the MVP of the league. Do you think that going to Washington would give him that opportunity? And let me open it up a little bit more for y'all. Do you think that, or or what I say, what is the better team? Is there a team out there that you think he would go to? that would give him that opportunity to become relevant enough or good enough on the field to actually start getting votes and possibly get uh, MVP of the league. MVP of the league. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care where he goes. He's not going to be in contention to be an NFL MVP for the rest wow. of his career. Those days have long surpassed him. I mean, They're let's gone? just let's just get to Damn, the real meat and potatoes of this conversation I mean, right off the bat. Is Rodgers the same age or older than Aaron Rodgers? But he's playing with he's playing with Devontae Adams. Adams. For this, I believe Russell was Devontae Adams. I mean, come on. You're talking about the best wide receiver in all of football. I mean, DK now, you're talking about him going Tyler to Lockett. you're talking about him going to Washington and being a potential MVP candidate. 
Come on, man. What are they serving you out there in California? I said I'm asking you. I didn't say it doesn't. Well, I said, I'm, I'm asking the question. You, what, hey, listen. One situation that I love Russell Wilson to be in, he, he's still effective in the pocket. He, he's mobile enough to get in and out of the pocket and make plays. I love him going to steal a nation. Why not? It makes all the sense I, in the world I, to I me. They have, that, they have a great young defense. Week. They have a I great agree. young defense. They have all the skilled position players that Najee Harris coming out of the backfield. Great young defense, Chase, Clay, right? Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. They have a good uh, young group Ray, of Ray McLeod. talent that yeah. he can go in and, and, and make his imprint on his offense. And trust me, Mike Tomlin would be more than happy to uh, welcome Russell Wilson in to be his quarterback. Listen. The Pittsburgh Steelers have had franchise quarterback for what, 18 years. Right now, Mason Rudolph is your opening day starting quarterback. Jeez, I don't happen. think that's your best option. It can't happen. You, I, I don't think you need a first round pick for the next for next year, maybe the next two years. You can afford to give away a, a first round pick. Maybe for this year and the following year to acquire Russell Wilson because you know, you, not, you, you know right now, looking at your situation, you know that Mason Rudolph is not the guy to, to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers no. for Mike Tomlin. If you want to have a 14 consecutive winning seasons, it ain't going to be with you him. have to get you a new quarterback under center. Sheesh. It, you got anything else to easy. If, if, they're, if they're willing to give up the world for. Aaron Rodgers, what these teams are willing to do, you you got to give up quite a bit to get Russell Wilson. He's younger, he he's not Aaron Rodgers, but but you, he ain't he ain't he's far from bad. No, he Aaron, Russell Wilson can play. He's far it's just from a matter Wilson of Rudolph. does he does he want <laughs> to go to away from Russell Rudolph? Does he want to go play for these teams though? Like, and, and and that's the thing. Like, will Russell Wilson be okay with going to Pittsburgh? It's, he said, I want to stay on the West Coast. How many teams on the West Coast uh, need a quarterback? The Niners? Hmm. And, and so that that's the thing. Like, Denver can't West be Coast. choosers. Man, I don't believe that, man. I, I don't believe when players come out and make these comments and these remarks saying that, you know, where they want to stay and where they want to go. If the, if the, if the situation it presents itself – is is correct for Russell Wilson to go to Pittsburgh or where would that be? I don't care if it's in Cleveland. If the money's right and the situation is right, if you're going to a better team and you're going to have an opportunity to compete for a championship, I think that trumps all. Hey, There's man, these no dudes place for him to hey, play quarterback on the West play. Coast. Where is hey, he going? It don't matter where they play. The money going to be the same. They going to get paid regardless if they play in Seattle or on the moon. The money going to be the same. There's no quarterback situation available for him on the West Coast. Where's he gonna go? Go to the rival? Yes, They're San Francisco 49ers? They can't. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't happen. do that. The, yeah, the Seahawks would happen. not. They wouldn't do that. And so he he wants to be out here. And so you want to be out here in the ah, sunny skies nice. and palm nice. trees? It's a it nice day nice. out here. How you doing out there in Jersey? I forgot to ask you. I feel it bad. Nice. Who, who you talking to me? Yeah, how's it out there? It's nice. Oh, yeah. hey, you know, it's it's you know, it's pleasant that you guys asked about you know how I was doing, and what kind of mind frame I was in. So. Yeah, how are you? Is your mental health good in that cold weather? My mental health is good. It's very cold. Checking in. That are you happy? True. You good? Yeah. I'm how's your happy. happiness? Yeah, okay. I'm very happy. You can see all forty-two. I'm all very right. happy. Y'all seem to be really dialed in on this quarterback talk, so we're gonna keep it quarterback um, topic friendly. We're gonna go Baker Mayfield, but first. 
Man, where Aaron Rodgers is? Aaron Rodgers hey, staying there and going. Baker Mayfield is not quarterback friendly conversation. Let's okay, just, well, let's well then that let's up. let's let's put that on deck then. Like, but let's go to David G first, and let's get this uh, let's get this trending from the strong man, the guy that could be every other uh, trending uh, report person in arm wrestling and thumb <laughs> wrestling all at the same time. Go ahead. What hey, you while you guys are talking quarterbacks, can I at least ask uh, TJ who his Bengals are going to pick up in the first round on the offensive line? <sighs> man, David G, that's let's a great question. We Iowa. just just. Somehow, no, 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 no. Look, you go, you go to Iowa, Iowa, Bama, Wisconsin. All right, yeah, Notre Dame. Those three schools produce linemen. Yeah. So you're telling me that nobody on the offensive line at Penn State, nobody on the offensive line from Michigan State. No, not saying that that's not the case, but those three schools. Yeah. You're Those saying, guys go to work. Yeah. yeah, that's the 10 now. We, hey, we, we, hey we did plow the way for the nation's leading Russia. Ooh, you did do that. Okay. You did Just do saying. that. Yeah, that's 10. Did you the see what he ran? Down. Oh, mm. yeah, Kenneth Walker, he ran 4-3-9. Mm. It's not bad. Rolling. Not bad. Uh-huh. I saw that stat yesterday. Was it 70 times Burrow was sacked this season, including the post uh, postseason run? Too many. Oh, unbelievable. I wish I still had Whitworth. I bet you they wish that. <laughs> Guys, uh, college basketball right now, number t- uh, 13, Tennessee up by 11 over 14th ranked Arkansas, 54-43. LSU and Alabama near the end of the regulation, under seven minutes to play. In fact, Bama has a three-point lead in that contest. Number 11, Villanova's club and Butler by 25. 57-32 is the score, under 10 minutes to play in regulation there. Nothing doing just yet in the NBA, but the Warriors and Lakers do play tonight at 8.30 Eastern. Golden State at Crypto is a six-point favorite in that ball game. Anyone thinking the Lakers are going to win? Only, only six? <laughs> only wow. six, indeed. 20, 26. Oh, man. Wow. I'm definitely w- taking that bet. Zion They're Williamson soft. is uh, cleared for basketball-related activities. Come back from Portland. Uh, foot is obviously rehabbed in the National Football League. Brian Greasy makes a return to the league itself. Uh, leaving the booth from ESPN, he's going as a quarterbacks coach the San Francisco 49ers. Fellas, speaking of quarterbacks, back to you guys. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, let's keep the conversation going. I mean, Baker Mayfield, how does he win in this situation? They're not going to give him an extension. It seems as though it sounds by all reports that they are going to stick with him this season and give him the opportunity to possibly play himself into a new contract. Uh, can he navigate this the right way, fellas? Is he in a position to to not? Is he good enough to navigate this the right way? What 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 would be your take on what Baker needs to do in order to get to that next level of pay and 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 maybe that next level of how he's he's considered and and referenced as. A quarterback. He is a franchise quarterback for Cleveland, but is he a franchise quarterback in the league? I mean, you could tackle all of these questions however you want to tackle them. He must play better. It's simple as that. And it's going to get harder now. It gets harder because you had OBJ. You have, but I believe it's going to be had Jarvis Landry. So now you're going to be playing with receivers that are unproven and many will say less talented than what you've had. You couldn't get it done with them. The road's going to get a little bumpier and a little harder. What he needs to do is play better. What he needs to do is ignore that noise that's outside of him. Ignore that. 
Focus on becoming a better player. Focus on becoming a better person, a better quarterback, a student of the game. Everybody's going to have an opinion on you. And when it's good, um, you ignore it. And when it's bad, you ignore it. And focus on you because he hears too much outside noise. The Cleveland Browns have a great team around him. And many will say he's the reason they're not reaching their potential. Yeah, he was injured. Everybody has injuries. But when you have the talent that he had at receiver and you can get it done – and you're going to go into this season with, at least on paper, less talented pass catchers, it's only going to get harder for Baker. And so my advice would put your head down and just work on you as a person and as a player. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Baker was the number one pick, and so using this, oh, man, I'm nobody believes in me, nobody's doubting me, nobody, everybody doubts me. Bro, you were the first pick of the draft. Everybody believed in you. Nobody's doubting you. Those days of being the underdog are over, bro. Like, you can't use that anymore. Hmm. Y'all like commercials, too. Hey, luckily for these quarterbacks, man, the the quarterback market for them, it is what it is. For them, it it doesn't matter if if you're Kyler Murray, (laughs) if you're ranked 14th or 15th in the league, in the NFL – you're still in the in the realm of making forty plus million dollars. You're ranked fourteenth in the NFL. How crazy does that sound? Mm. But for Baker Mayfield, the the Cleveland Browns are just basically telling him, "Listen, we really don't believe in you, and you know what? We're not going to extend you this offseason. We're going to make you go out and earn your contract." When it, when the last time you have you heard that from an organization from a number one pick going into the final year of the contract? Cleveland Browns, because they don't believe that Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback. I've been saying it for a long time. He's a good player. You look at all those players that were drafted in, 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 in that uh, NFL draft, I believe it was, it was back in, what, 2000 and what, what year did he get? Uh, 18. It's 2018. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Four and years. Yeah. Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and all of these guys, and he gets drafted first. They must have saw something that we didn't see. But now they're actually getting what they drafted, and he, they don't consider him to be a franchise quarterback. But you know, he, he OBJ's no longer there. You have let you have a uh, Landry, and he. I don't think we, he really has he the skill position players to really to really take that next jump to be an elite quarterback. He's basically going to have to go out and put the be, put together the best season that he's ever had statistically. If he wanted, even even if we want to begin to talk about him being an elite quarterback, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to have to take them as far as he's ever taken them too. Not just statistically, he's going to have to take them further than, than the second round of the playoffs as well. And if he's able to do that, then he's going to be able to write his ticket for whatever his contract is going to be. If he doesn't, It'd be interesting to see how that all plays out. But, hey, we'll get to that, uh, and, and we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, this this situation uh, that, that I'm about to hit you up with right now is, is all about hiring. And, and if you're trying to get that whole hiring deal going on and you want to heat it up, well, Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post. Instantly receive a short list of quality candidates and indeed 
whose resumes match your job description. All right. Visit Indeed.com slash credit uh, for for more details. Uh, Next up, um, we're going to do some crosstalk with Joy Taylor. I messed up and tried to put something between, you know, you know, before Joy's name and introduce her that way. But this week, I'm not going to make the same mistake and get. Yeah, I know. It's just Joy Taylor from, from here on out from me. Uh, Joy Taylor, the homie. Joy Taylor. How about that? Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get some crosstalk with her on the other side of this break. Wrap up the show. You're listening to Up on Game. It's TJ Hushman's eyes, Plexico Burris. I'm Lavar Arrington. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back in. Um, if you missed anything, you know, make sure you check it out on, on the podcast, wherever it is that you download your podcast, uh, up on game. And there's Up On Game Presents as well. ton of great content for you guys uh, to check in on. I know we were saying we were going to have Joy on, but I think Joy might be prepping somewhere right now. Uh, so in, instead of that, we'll pay off a, a tease. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they seem to be thinking that they're going to release Amari Cooper. I don't know what the cap implications or the situation did cap and all that stuff I'll with Ezekiel Elliott. But do you get rid of Amari Cooper or do you get rid of Ezekiel Elliott? Man, that's a number one. You can't get a Zeke. You can't get rid of Zeke. You can't get His rid of his salary is guaranteed. financially. It's guaranteed. Okay. His salary right. is guaranteed. So you basically and that's to be paying him to play for someone else. Amari Cooper is slated to make twenty million. Amari Cooper can play. He, the, the amount of separation that he creates is second to none when you when you talk receivers in the league. But when you look at his stats, his stats does not mirror his salary. And so that's the problem. But what the Cowboys need to look at is this. When Amari Cooper plays, Dak Prescott does well. When Amari Cooper does not play, ah, Dak doesn't do so well. They need to look at that. And they have good receivers on that team. But then the number two becomes a one. Uh, the three becomes a two, so forth and so on. Are those guys ready for that situation? Who would I get rid of? Zeke isn't going anywhere. If I could find a way to make it work with Cooper, that's what I would do. But if I'm him, am I taking anything less than $20 million? Because on that open market, he's going to make that up. So the Cowboys are in a lose-lose situation. Wow. Hey, I, I really believe that the Dallas Cowboys are close. They aren't that far away. I think they need another year or two to really gel together as a team and compete for, for a world championship because defensively, I think they have one of the best defenses in all of football. Offensively is where they tend to struggle at. And just like TJ said, Amari Cooper is a $20 million a year player. And – for the Dallas Cowboys, for them to release him or cut him, it is, going to, it is only going to cost the Dallas Cowboys $6 million on a cap. And that number alone, is that, that's the reason why 
he will become a casualty is because they are they, they are willing to pay the six million on the cap if they trade if they if they cut him or release him, but I don't think they, that they are willing to pay him the twenty million dollars in salary for the season with the production that he's been putting out. If you're a twenty million dollar a year receiver, then you are supposed to be the dominant uh, alpha number one wide receivers and be creating the separation and and get and and, and uh, having numbers similar to Devontae Adams or, or along those lines, and he's light years away from that kind of production. Obviously, he's playing with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers, but when you talk about a $20 million salary and some of the games that he's played, and if he shows up, then it's a different outcome for that offense. They really believe that if they do cut or release him, that uh, C.D. Lamb can fill that void and be – what Amari Cooper is, or maybe even better. So that $6 million cap number when they release him, they're willing to deal with that instead of paying him the $20 million, which they they don't believe that he's living up to. All right, we got two minutes left before we get up out of here. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers earlier. I mean, Devontae Adams, they, they got cap issues. I mean, is this is this a scenario where we see Aaron Rodgers go somewhere else, or is he staying? He continues to not answer where he thinks he's going to go or what he wants to do. What do you guys think? He's torn. Uh, I said it earlier in the week on FS1. I believe Aaron Rodgers is gone, and the fact that they hired one of his favorite coaches and Tom Clemens back, and the things that they're doing to. Just get on the same page. I wouldn't say appease him, but just trying to get on the same page is weighing on him and wanting him to reconsider standing Green Bay as opposed to leaving. I believe he's going to leave because his mind was made up to leave, but doing those things is stressing him out as far as going or staying. Plaques. I don't think it's going anywhere. Devontae Adams will get the franchise tag. Aaron Rodgers will receive $50 million a year. They've already made a scapegoat from the playoff games with the two block kicks by firing <laughs> the special teams coach. They bought in Tom Clements. Aaron Rodgers is staying put in, in Green Bay, but they will sacrifice the defense to keep him. I've been said he's going to be back. I think he's going to be back. Guys, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Make sure you stay locked in, tuned in. Joy Taylor's coming up next. You'll enjoy that show very much. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed ours. Make sure you check us out on the podcast, on social media, on Twitter, on uh, 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 what is that? What is that called? Instagram. That's it. We'll check y'all next week. All right. Peace.